like to share just briefly with you as we continue to build up our faith through the Word of God, and then we are going to communion. As you are aware, our theme for the year is building up your most holy faith, and I trust that theme is beginning to sit in your hearts and also uh, work within you as the Lord is taking His Word and confirming it with signs following. Jude 1 verse 20, which is our theme scripture for the year, says, But you, beloved, that's you, building yourselves up on your most holy faith. Would you say the word faith? Faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. I hope you've begun to pray in the Holy Spirit a little bit more this year than you have before because it's one of the ways of growing your faith. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Now, let's look at one story in Luke chapter 5. If you have your Bible, please turn there. Luke chapter 5, verse 17 to 26. This is the story of Jesus healing the paralyzed man. And we pick up in Luke 5, 17, reading from the New King James Version. It says, now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching, that's Jesus. Jesus was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. So there was a lot of the religious leaders watching trying to catch Jesus out. And it says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them, to heal those people that were there. Isn't that an interesting phrase? The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Now, I believe no matter where Jesus was on earth at any time during his time on earth, he certainly had the power to heal, the capacity, and he could heal if the Father had showed him to do that. Without a doubt, he's the Almighty God. But sometimes the environment is not favorable for God to release healing. He can do it, more than able, but the environment is not favorable. And there's a story in the Bible where it speaks about Nazareth, that Jesus was in Nazareth and he could do no mighty work amongst them because of their unbelief. Certainly Jesus could, but he's looking for faith in the environment and he responds to people's faith. Otherwise, for many people, they are looking for a show. Jesus, show us a sign. Jesus, do something spectacular. Jesus, make some sparks come out of the ground or something. And Jesus says, a wicked and evil generation seeks for a sign, but those who are really after God, they operate from faith and they say, I know God can do this. And so here we see Jesus, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. There was an environment of faith. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him, Jesus And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, listen to this, they went up on the housetop and led him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. 
How would you feel if that happened at your house? Are you all okay with that? No problem. They just rip off the, t- the, the roof tiles, and next thing they lower this man down into your house and so on. Must have been a radical situation, but that's what happened. Now look at verse 20. When he saw their faith. Why don't you say that with me? When he saw their faith, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and Pharisees began to reason, saying, who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier, to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. In other words, to say your sins are forgiven or arise, take up your bed and walk, it's no big difference. Jesus could say either. But Jesus was making a statement which was more powerful than just be healed. He was saying your sins are forgiven you. He was demonstrating that he was God because certainly God has the power to forgive sins. So yet again, God was operating in the wisdom of heaven. And so it says there, he said to the man, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. And immediately he rose up before them. Folks, let's remember this was a paralyzed man. In the natural, it was impossible. But right there, immediately, he rose up before them took up what he had been lying on and departed to his own house, glorifying God. I would say that is maybe a little bit of an understatement. He was probably going ballistic. He was so excited, man. He's like, I got legs. Woohoo, I got legs. Check me. And he was glorifying God, verse 26. And they were all amazed. Would you say the word amazed? And they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. We have seen strange things today. Here it is. Jesus took note of their faith. It says, when he saw their faith, it caught his attention. And I would submit to you that still today in 2017... When we operate in faith, we gain the Lord's attention. We're always before the Lord and and His heart is towards us and He's looking out over us all the time. But when we operate in faith, we gain His attention in a particular way. We gain His attention in a way that begins to appropriate His power. God's power is there, available to us as believers But as we operate in faith, we learn to appropriate and bring the release of the power of God. I believe that everybody here believes that God can move powerfully. But it's when we operate in faith that we learn to appropriate that power of God. And so that's why God's talking to us about faith at this time. Because it takes it out of the spiritual realm and brings it into the natural realm, the power of God. We learn to appropriate that 
And I believe that Jesus was amazed as he saw these guys begin to break open the ceiling. I can imagine in his heart, he thought, oh, Father, this is wonderful. Look at this. Father, uh, all of these people are going to learn from these folks about faith through this example. And it's interesting that here, um, it was the faith of five people combined that saw this result. Because let's say there were four people carrying this man. If this man is on a mat and four people lowering ropes, I don't know exactly how it worked. And then you've got the paralyzed man as well. So four people plus the paralyzed man, I would submit to you that all five responded in faith, even the paralyzed man. Otherwise, the paralyzed man would have protested. No ways, you're not going to take me to that healer. No, I don't want this. What are you doing? You can't take him in top of the house. No, this is crazy. I don't want to be a part of this. No, he was... Appearing from the text, he was not protesting in any way. I believe he was part of the faith being released. And so here Jesus sees the four plus the one, and he sees their faith. Some people have said that the Lord looked up and he saw their faith. In other words, as he was coming, as that man was being lowered through the ceiling, he looked up and they saw, he saw their faith. Well, it is fascinating because sometimes in a situation that you may be facing which requires faith, you will walk that faith journey all by yourself, and God will just do a work in your heart, and you will respond in faith, and it won't really be too many others around you. But it's also wonderful that there are times when God will actually use people around you to help bring you to Jesus for that miraculous breakthrough. It's so wonderful that we can know that there are times where God, in a terrible situation that you may be facing, he puts a few people of faith around you to strengthen and uphold your faith, and then you are stepping out together. And so we need the body of Christ at times to step out in faith and stand with us when we're facing certain things. We always need the body of Christ, but sometimes it's just you and God believing for a breakthrough And they also said there, we have seen strange things today. I kind of, I find that amusing. (laughs) We have seen strange things today. Another translation says remarkable things. Another translation says amazing things. I wonder if in the last 18 months, have you seen some amazing things that God has done? And I believe that as we are operating with an environment of faith, in an environment of faith, and with faith in our hearts, we begin to see more things that are amazing. The two testimonies that I read to you at the start of the service are testimonies of something that is amazing that the Lord has done. And I'm praying that there's going to be a release of many more testimonies where we will all just rejoice and give God the glory because faith is being released. And as a result, the power of God is coming into situations and we are rejoicing because we are seeing people delivered. We are seeing miracles. We are seeing interventions. We've seen breakthroughs and we've seen things that we've never seen before so that you would go home and you would say, wow, in church today, we saw some strange things. We saw some amazing things. Come on, get excited. Say amen. Amen. My last statement is we can expect amazing things to happen when we come to God in faith. So let faith arise. Let faith arise. Won't you say to the person next to you, let faith arise in your heart. 
tell them that. Let faith arise in your hearts. Amen.